Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. What is up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. We are going to be talking about, do you really need to count calories to hit your goals and have success? But before we go into that, I just wanted to remind you guys, we have great resources below in the comments and descriptions, depending on where you're watching this. And again, speaking of watching this, if you're listening to this on a podcasting platform, you can also catch the video on YouTube or on our social media. And if you're watching it on social media, we also have our other platforms, YouTube, anywhere you can watch a podcast, anything like that, totally available. And you can get a free PDF resource below detailing a little bit more what we talk about here and kind of debunking this idea that you need to count calories and what just kind of information I'm going to be talking about throughout this podcast. So with that being said, I kind of alluded to this idea that, you know, do you really need to count calories? Now I'm going to preface this by saying, not a doctor, this is not medical advice, obviously speak to your doctor, work with your medical and health team, or if you're a client of ours, obviously we're digging into that and we're kind of taking care of this. But I'm going to say this first and foremost, again, prefacing it kind of a little bit more. I actually do count calories. Now, this might kind of surprise you since I'm almost kind of debunking this. And we've actually done years ago, I did a podcast on this and I think it caused, um, I don't want to say controversy, but it made people kind of question, Hey, wait, why am I counting calories then? Or like, where does this come from? So I'm a fan of counting calories because I love data truthfully. And I just love being able to have metrics to compare to. And we're going to dig into some of the actual metrics and data and the reliability actually of a lot of the calories that you're seeing on nutrition labels. Interestingly enough, may not be that accurate. And that's okay as well. It doesn't mean completely throw it out the window. There's a time and a place and there's value behind it. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out first. So now let's talk about you know, where does this question even come from? And the key part, I think, raising this question is when you're counting calories, it can be a potential source of stress and create an unhealthy relationship to food and even in your own mind, because you're now judging everything you do. And it can then say, ah, you know what? And, and it's good to be aware. So there's that caveat of like mindful eating, but then starting to teeter towards potentially unhealthy kind of thought processes and like the thought distortion that can come with that. So that's why I think there's a really important podcast and topic and just episode in general. And even more so to that with this idea of, you know, we're in summertime right now, everyone is trying to get their beach body on in case they didn't already. And even if you're watching this in the future and it's 
in the winter time or it's cold near you and you're not worried about beach body but you're just trying to change your body composition and you're thinking about well obviously i'm gonna have to count my calories figure out what's going in what's going out and there's definitely a component of basically to lose body composition and fat and weight you need to be burning more than your body is consuming that's a very like general statement there's a lot of other variables at play here but at the most basic essence you do want to be burning more calories than your body is burning to leverage fat storages that you have and not be storing additional fat now i say that to say that's where a big part of counting calories comes from because if we're being aware of how many calories we're burning as well as what our basal metabolic rate is which is a fancy way of saying how many calories our body's naturally going to burn just by doing daily functions like breathing our heart and just if you were to lay in bed basically and your body just had to survive and, and just work to keep you alive it's burning calories so there's certain functions that are going to consume energy so knowing that number which we have formulas for and that's what we go through with our clients when we are trying to figure out calories if we're going to be going that route and there's a time and a place for it as well as if we can figure out okay this is how many calories i'm burning if i can figure out how many calories i'm consuming i can then make a pretty good estimate or guesstimate as to you know how quickly or slowly i'm going to lose weight or what that could look like and if i'm even losing weight or why i'm not and some issues around that because in the past episodes we've talked about plateauing we've talked about maintenance and travel as well and now with this kind of summertime and vacationing we're going to be even talking about vacations in future episodes and how all this comes together this is a really important piece because from a sustainability standpoint that's a common word and theme we've used in podcasts in the past it may not be sustainable for you to always count calories and that's where that potentially unhealthy kind of relationship can come into play if you're obsessing about oh how many calories are in this oh i can't go to a restaurant because i don't know how many calories are in that food and, and chuck and myself we even talked about this pessimism i mean you do want to try and control as much of your food choices as possible by making it yourself prepping it yourself but also, you don't want to miss out on life, right? Because why are you doing this? If you even want a six pack, is it worth it enough to you to sacrifice all these other things? If it is, that's a different conversation. That's totally okay. And even in the PDF below, we have additional resources that not only break down, again, calories, how inaccurate some things can be, anywhere from 10 to 40% inaccuracy when it comes to logging calories, both on the nutrition labels as well as just in databases. And even when it comes to burning calories, how inaccurate some estimates can be, but also just the spectrum of what's healthy and unhealthy, even body composition wise. Obviously, it's unhealthy to be obese. It's unhealthy to be overweight to a certain capacity because the risk that's associated with it from chronic diseases, heart disease, lung disease or issues related to cardiovascular and uh, lung function, as well as just, you know, cancer and any kind of comorbidities that exist with that. So the risks of you dying early because of having a higher body composition are significantly more, and especially now with, you know, since COVID hit, that's another contributing factor. You know, even when we talk about diabetes and other choices, like if we're smoking, if there's tobacco use, drinking use, drug use, all these things also come into play as well. So that's one part of it. The other part to that is saying, okay, if we go too lean, believe it or not, there's an unhealthy component. Now, I'll be honest with you. I do not think most of us out here are too lean, right? We're not so lean that it's unhealthy, but there is that possibility for men. If we're getting below 4% body fat, like two to 4% is kind of the maximal threshold. You want to have a certain amount of body fat to protect your organs, to insulate, to cushion. They have a role and a function. And for women, it's probably going to be about six to 8%, maybe 10% is that maximal like 
threshold you don't want to drop below. And again, this relates more to like bodybuilding, physique competition, maybe athletes, but it's still a reality too. So I think it's important to understand a six pack doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy. You can actually be underweight and too lean to the point where your body actually can't maintain a certain amount of muscle function, tissue, and even just normal operating systems because you're not consuming enough calories and your body doesn't have enough fat to just perform. But I don't think that's a high percent. I would say like less than 10%, really less than 5% of people out there are falling in that category. But it's just something I wanted to mention. We even talk about in the PDF. What's more important is staying in this healthy range, usually going to be between 10 and 20% body fat for men. For women, it's usually going to be about 12 to like 24, 25% body fat. And again, we have this in the PDF below, as well as like more calories breakdowns, all the funds I'm kind of talking about here. And even now the question probably comes up like, all right, cool. If I'm not going to count calories, how do I know what to do and how much to eat? How do I figure out portions? And this is even something I've referenced in the past. All clients out there, you guys have probably heard this or seen this, or if you're a new client, we're going to talk about this. And this is a great resource to kind of dig into probably why maybe I sent it to you if I did, is using our hands as a reference point for portions. So for example, and this goes really deep in other PDFs we had in the past from our kitchen rescue pack, and even the one we have below, figuring out exactly what that looks like using your palm, using a cupped hand, using your thumb and what those servings can look like for men versus women and even your body type and what your body composition goals are. So with that being said, I do think there is a time and a place even for counting calories. And the idea to me behind that, and this is how I look at it, and a lot of clients that we work with, I use this as a leveraging point of two things. One, when I first work with a client, I always ask everyone if they're comfortable with it, send us pictures of your food. Don't even worry about counting calories. Just take pictures of it, send it to us. We can visually see because guess what also happens? You may think you're you know, eating a cup of something and then log that and it's 200 calories or whatever the number is, but you're probably having more than that. You're Most of the time, people are underestimating the portions and serving sizes. So unless you're actually weighing it, which I've done in the past and actually kind of can create unhealthy habits as well. And I do actually think there's a, a benefit. It can be a tool to understand what an actual tablespoon of peanut butter looks like, what an actual cup of oatmeal looks like. I'm just going to use these as examples because they're pretty common food choices as we start to make changes, what that can actually look like. I think that's very important and healthy behavior to start to understand. But if we start to overdo that, you become stressed about those choices. Now it's actually negatively impacting and hindering future choices and even how our body's responding when it comes to even like the hormonal response, the hermetic response, when we're talking about stress, quality of life, quality of sleep, there's all these components that get impacted if we're too stressed and focused on the number versus again, quality of life and the quality of our choices and the food that we're picking. So that's just to recap here a little bit. Counting calories has a place, but you don't need it to be successful. It's more about understanding the portions of your food and what your body responds best to. Because again, I can even use the textbook answers of let's say I'll, I'll eat 2000 calories to lose weight, but my body actually might be a, a little bit more efficient at just performing its daily functions and not burn as many calories or it might burn more calories. And, or maybe you have a thyroid kind of condition that's a benefit burning more calories, or it can be putting you at a disadvantage where you're burning less calories, hyper or hypothyroidism. And there's a lot of other impacts there, but again, everybody's different here. So being able to understand that just because the textbook says that, or our coaching team says it, or anyone says it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. It takes time to dial that in. That's why I even tell all our clients and all of our coaches tell our clients, be patient with this process. We're going to go in with a plan, but we're going to also check body composition like Chuck and I have talked about in the past, whether it's weekly or biweekly, 
checking our body percentage, body fat percentages, water levels, lean muscle tissue, skeletal tissue. And again, even if that's not 100% accurate, having a reference point is where the data comes into play. So knowing, all right, I got to increase or decrease calories. I have to shift my proteins, my fats, and my carbs. So that's the other piece of the equation is understanding what works for you. And sometimes calories can be a tool for that. But I think more importantly, especially from a sustainability standpoint, figuring out what portions and food choices your body responds best to is what's really empowering. What makes this sustainable and not turning into, all right, I'm going on a diet for, you know, two months, I'm going to cut my calories. And then when I go back to normal life, you know, I drastically increase my calories. That's where most of us are going to probably fail and see challenges, myself included in the past before I've kind of shifted my focus. Also, when I was fighting, you can kind of see in this picture here, you know, I had a leaner body composition because I had to make weight either at 155 pounds, believe it or not, in my six foot frame, I was fighting at 155 pounds or 170 pounds. And the most, it was like 175 um, and actually 185 in like certain tournaments and whatnot for like grappling, but usually it was 155 to 175. And it was usually day before weigh-ins where I would have a full 24 hours to refuel and rehydrate. So there's ways to manipulate that. But when we're talking about walking around weight, you want to be able to have that sustainability. And that's where being able to have an understanding of portions, not necessarily obsessing about calories comes into play. So all of that to say, be mindful of not obsessing over the calories, and be weary of anyone that stresses like you have to be counting calories the rest of your life because that may not be sustainable. If it is, that's totally cool. I do it. I probably log five out of seven days a week just because I like it. And it's just enjoyable for me because I'm, I'm kind of a weirdo like that. But not everyone's going to be like that. So be mindful of that. And that's okay. And that's why I wanted to pose this to everybody so that you can understand. Use the PDF below and use this idea of mindful eating, intuitive eating. And we're, we'll dive into that in future episodes. If you guys want to see more and you want more support, this is just kind of getting the ball rolling for you guys. Again, Look at the description below. We have all of our resources, coaching options, courses from our 28-day nutrition course to our eight-week to shred program that's coming out. We now have our booty builder and total body workout series. That's both for at home, if you don't have any equipment, as well as how it can go cross over to the gym or if you do have resistance bands or dumbbells, as well as our actual one-on-one -on -one pro coach plan, our fitness nutrition vault, which still has great access to a bunch of resources and custom planning still, and really everything in between. So you guys can check that out. I hope this was helpful and kind of maybe shed some light onto how to shift your mindset around not obsessing about calories, but also being mindful and aware of what you're putting into your body and having a better relationship with food. That's at the end of the day, what I think is most important. So that is it y'all. I'm going to go enjoy now it's Memorial day weekend. I'm kind of doing this and recording this for everyone watching it, obviously in the future. Um, hope you guys have a safe and happy Memorial day weekend. If you're celebrating it, if you're here in the U S and if you're out outside of the U S just keep enjoying, keep grinding and We'll check you guys later. Yeah, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.